Hello, 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 beautiful unicorns. How are you doing on this magnificent Thursday? Hope your day is going to be better if it's not. And if it is, perhaps it's going to get better. Yana Kaspersak, your spiritual awakening core energy coach. And my soul's purpose is to help you get your shit together so you can break free from the mental prison that you find yourself in and live a fulfilling life that you are proud of and love to wake up to every single day, no matter what you're doing. No matter what you're facing, no matter what you're supposed to be doing for that day uh, to help you in all areas of your life. Okay, so today the topic that I have for you guys is something that I hear over and over and over again. And I myself still catch myself in that place and space and in that state of being. Uh, not nearly as often as it used to but it is human nature to to feel and to care and to worry so if you are hoping that what it means to get your shit together is to never ever have any kind of bad negative feelings or emotions going forward then I'm going to burst your bubble and tell you that that's not what it is and you're not going to find that because life is all about ups and downs. Life is an emotional roller coaster and if, if you are human, you're going to experience all kinds of emotions and what defines having your shit together is knowing what to do and how to do it and not when, when things, you know, hit the fan or the shit hits the fan and you're going through a challenging time it's to not only know what to do but actually doing it it means overcoming yourself and it means not feeling completely and utterly destroyed at least for a moment you might because we all have very challenging times sometimes but to understand our feelings and emotions and overcome them. Face them head on and not run away from them. To face all the problems, all the challenges, all the insecurities head on and not run away from them. To face our fears, to face our gremlins to face our imposter syndrome or imposter to face ourselves which is one of the scariest thing for most humans unless they have learned how to face themselves and then they're good they got their shit together so today's topic is for those of you i'm gonna ask it as a question have you ever felt judged for your actions and what we're going to do is we're going to break down those misconceptions into 11 things. I know there's a lot more than 11, but we'll just talk about the 11 misconceptions. And I will help you to find beauty in authenticity. It is incredibly beautiful being authentically you. And it is incredibly liberating and freeing. Liberation means freedom feeling free and not feeling trapped and in your mental prison where it just feels like torture so let's get into these 11 misconceptions okay the first misconception is i want you to start recognizing your worth Understanding that you have value as a person, that you add value, whether you believe it or not, whether you see it right now or not, you have value, you add value, you are worthy and you do so much. And because you do so much, this is one of the biggest reasons why you might find yourself feeling like you're not doing enough. It's almost like the thoughts that come to mind is when you go to the gym and you over exercise and you do a lot, 
that the next day when you go back to the gym and you're not doing the same amount of exercise or might not feel like you're doing the same feels like you're doing less even though you might be doing the same or more that you're going to start to compare yourself in a negative way to that previous version of yourself whereas there are two options when you're comparing yourself to your previous version of yourself you can compare yourself in a negative way or you can compare yourself to the previous version of yourself in a positive way so negative is where you know what that's going to feel like. It's not going to feel good where you're questioning yourself. Am I doing enough? I did more yesterday. Why can't I do this today? And having the negative emotion attached to those questions, whereas you can also have the positive attachment to those same questions where you're just in a more uplifted space and, and thought and energy. Uh, so understanding that your value as a person is not determined by others opinions of you what other people say or think about you is none of your business this is one of my favorite quotes and I remind myself this quote whenever I catch myself going into that rabbit hole where I'm a human being I still catch myself going into that rabbit hole thinking or worrying about what somebody else thinks or says about me and I remind myself that what they think and say about me is none of my business and if I want to make it my business I can make it my business and then is this the business would I, that I really want do I want to invest my energy and time into this business no so why would I continue down that downward spiral I don't it just helps me to get out of that space and I'd love to hear what has helped you in the past when you were in in over your head and you thought and you worried and you feared of what everybody else thought about you said about you about their judgments based on your choices based on your actions what helped you to come out of that space? Because you've been there, you've done that, you know what has helped you and that is one of those things that can help you now. Sometimes it might be something different that can help you, but more often than not, it's something that has helped you in the past that can help you again. So I want to hear what those things are that, that have helped you in the past. Um, so also this is more so a reminder that it is your birthright to feel worthy and loved you are worthy you are loved it is inherently yours but that fear of what others thinks think and say about you is what where sorry is where you can find that energy leak within you and only you can put a band-aid over that energy leak and we know that band-aids don't last which means that only you can go within and really uncover this wound and see where this wound is to understand it fully it's like getting an x-ray uh, if you could get an x-ray of your body and see what is wrong inside of you what kind of thoughts and feelings and emotions you have and what stories are attached to each and every one it'd be great wouldn't it because then the doctor can easily tell you exactly what you need to do to fix them but that is not the reality the reality is that you can only do that with the actual health when you have a broken arm you can go to get the x-ray and someone you know the the expert will tell you all they need to tell you most of these things probably will go right over your head because they they speak in the language that you might not understand and when it comes to your emotional healing and your spiritual healing those are the things that only you can understand and figure out and express them in a way that is understandable to you because you are the expert in you no one else is the expert in you only you are and when you take the time to uncover what those blocks are within you and go within this is when you really start to heal and not continue to put a band-aid over something 
that continues to come back up for you because eventually the moment that you try to put that band-aid on it'll come right off it won't even it won't even stick anymore and that's us trying to fix a problem or with a solution that has is now outdated at this point so the second thing um, the the second misconception is I want to help you to start seeing your imperfections as perfections you are perfectly imperfect yes there are ways that you could be more perfect but perfection itself does not exist what perfection is is an e image it's an idea of an ideal it is a certain expectation it is a certain standard you have set up for yourself or have allowed someone else to set up for you agreeing to it but not fully understanding what you're signing up for so the standard of perfection that you have within you right now that you're carrying might be the very thing that continues to bring you down so redefining what perfection means to you might be the first place you go to in the area of life where it's coming up for you right now and face it head on and deal with it head on embrace your imperfections allow yourself to be imperfect and make mistakes because in reality there are no mistakes because they're lessons each and every mistake is actually a lesson and the only mistake is not giving ourselves the time and the space to learn from that mistake it's ignoring it ignoring it ignoring it and making that choice the same choice over and over and over and over again until we learn from that mistake and do better so each mistake is an opportunity to be better to learn better to do better it is a lesson and until we learn it we can't get to the other side uh, in order for you to pass your um, your classes in school you got to go through the lessons and if you didn't learn the lessons the first time guess what you got to go to summer school and if you didn't learn that in summer school you still didn't pass guess what you gotta have to do it again you gotta repeat it again and that's how things happen in life as well we're given lessons sometimes every single day actually we are given lessons every single day it's just some of them are um, seemingly small that we don't notice that they're lessons we don't recognize because we already um, get it while others are so loud and prominent that we hear it and sometimes we fear it and we don't want to deal with it and put it away to deal with it later but then when later comes it, it's kind of like the compounded effect com compounding interest <laughs> where if you put money into the bank and they offer you compound interest on that money of yours you're gonna double it up double it up double it up so when you're putting your lessons your opportunities for lessons or your tests or your exams uh, of your life if you're putting them away into this bank that is you you one day will notice that compounding effect of how big of a lesson now this feels based on when you initially had the opportunity to learn and overcome that lesson and apply that lesson so perfection is an unrealistic standard which we talked about a little bit in this video and there's uh, i believe last thursday on another the previous get your shit together i was talking about perfection as well where you really start to understand um, a little bit more about perfection and what that means and looks like to you and the biggest aspect the biggest key to embracing authenticity and being authentic is accepting those imperfections of yourself and owning them and allowing them to be part of who you are and not trying to say no this is not me and fighting against who you are fighting against your imperfections instead of owning them and embracing them and saying yes this is me what i like to change 
Perhaps yes, or perhaps no, depending on that imperfection. And whichever way you go, that is the true authentic you, whether you want to do something about it or not. Entirely up to you. Uh, the third misconception is um, uh, breaking, breaking down societal stereotypes and expectations that may lead to judgment, uh, meaning ex embracing diversity and celebrating your individuality, that you are different, that you are not the same. And it's really challenging the status quo, challenging the stereotypes that are floating around about who you're supposed to be. I talk about the good girl mold quite a bit, as this is one of the biggest things that I help women to uncover and heal from and overcome and, and uh, re, uh, reframe and rewire as well of this good girl mold that they have. And it, feel, it fits perfectly well into the stereotypes, into a certain kind of societal expectation that each and every one of us has gathered over our lifetime, that this is who I am, this is who I'm supposed to be. And if I'm not being this way, then I'm a bad girl, then I am a failure, then I am not good enough, that I don't fit into society, that I'm going to get punished. Uh, good girls often, one of their biggest fears is um, authority figures. That is someone who you see and perceive as being above you. Whereas in reality, they're not, but you see them as being above you and having some kind of power over you. That could be your partner, your spouse in your relationship. That could be your parents. That could be a certain friend or maybe a couple of friends that you have. That could be your grandparents. And then, of course, the actual authority figures. So teachers for some, uh, uh, police, um, what do you, um, hospital, doctors, nurses, someone who has maybe even a, a higher social status than you, that you could see them as authority figures. And this is where you will retreat into your default mode, into your default programming. And that becomes, once you become aware that you've just retreated back into your shell, that is your opportunity to do something different than what you're used to doing. If you're used to retreating, instead of retreating, stand your ground. If you're used to um, becoming quiet and not speaking up, not saying what you actually want to say, then instead of doing that, speak up. Say what you want to say and in however way it comes through. Allow it to just get out instead of uh, keeping it trapped within you. That's not going to serve you and it's not going to serve the other person as well. Um, yeah. Now, of course, you know how to speak to whoever you're speaking with and being respectful within that. We're not here um, learning how to attack the other person, but learning how to speak your truth in the most authentic, calm and peaceful and loving way for all involved, especially for you. Because you know yourself that when you experience... Um, a higher state of anger that it does not feel good and it ends up actually draining you quite a bit and you don't like it you don't enjoy it so why continue to do it because anger itself and being a fighter by nature is catabolic energy and it destroys the system it affects our mind it clouds it it takes our energy away it makes us feel tired and sluggish. Yes, in the moment, it might feel good. But the reason why it feels good is because you get that energy from your body. It's like fight or flight. When you are fighting, 
what happens to give you that energy is that it attacks uh, it takes that energy from your actual body burns your healthy um healthy cells uh healthy muscles and gives you that burst of adrenaline and energy so you could fight off a bear but afterwards you feel like you were uh you just survived a war and you feel drained so doesn't feel good you know what your other options are go and do that practice that i also want to take a peekaboo at my comments because i don't see anything on my phone and i feel like there are some just to make sure that i um that i'm not missing anything come on open up there there we go Mute. There we go. Okay. So I have that open just to make sure I don't miss anything. Um, all looks good. And other than that, let's go on to the fourth one. Fourth misconception is uh, practicing self-compassion. And this one is a big one. Instead of punishing yourself and beating yourself up, talking down to yourself talk yourself up make yourself feel good talk to yourself as if you're talking to your best friend and your best friend is down on the ground feeling completely defeated how would you talk to her how would you approach her how would you help her you're not going to be a bully in the situation you're going to sell, show a lot of compassion and love and understanding. So if you're going to do that with, you, with your best friend, for your best friend, to your best friend, and you are living with yourself and you are not doing that for yourself as you're meant to be a best friend for yourself, start practicing that. Start practicing that on yourself. Be kind and compassionate to yourself to what you're going through be understanding especially when you feel like you're being judged or you're judging yourself we each and every human being makes mistakes we all do something that we regret but the authentic true you the real you would not regret what you did but would see it as that was a lesson that I perhaps didn't sign up for, but I did the best that I could. So of course I'm not going to regret it because that is the very thing that makes me who I am today. So how could I regret who I am today without regretting the previous stuff? If I was regretting who I am today, then that means I'm regretting a lot of things or some of the things that made me me. So, and regret itself is catabolic by nature. It doesn't feel good. It's draining. It leaks out energy. So seeing how, what is the value in that experience? What is the value in that action, in that choice? Yes, of course, you can learn more things, but seeing it as a regret is quite different than seeing it as an opportunity for, for a lesson and an opportunity to do better next time. Having different perception of what you're going through, what you're growing through and reminding yourself that you are a child of this universe. No matter how old you are, you are a child of this universe and every child is learning every single day and learning who she is and what she wants and why she is and why she wants it. And the purpose and what makes her fulfilled and the things that she's curious about and the things that she is absolutely passionate about and her gifts and her strengths and her weaknesses and what makes her her and her quirks and then figuring out how does she use all of that to leave a mark on this world, to help this world, to leave, to make, to help this world be a better world than when she came to to leave it 
in a better place. Um, treat yourself with the same kindness and understanding you would offer to a friend. Simple. I know it sounds simple, but when the time comes, it does not sound or feel simple. It can feel like Mount Everest where you're trying to climb this Mount Everest and you've never even hiked a day in your life. And that's because you have never actually hiked a day in your life. And that's why it would feel like an impossible mission for you to show love and express love and compassion and kindness and understanding towards yourself because you haven't practiced that, you haven't done that. For most of your life, that voice, those voices inside your head, they were just collecting and gathering information. You didn't hear them. And then one day you started hearing them, but you started hearing them and you weren't even aware that they were there until your awakening where you start to become quite aware of all those, um, all those voices, all those thoughts, all those um, self-crippling helpful tips and tricks that you were giving yourself and then once you do become aware of it that is your opportunity to understand it and then change it to the one that makes more sense because if if we don't take the time to understand and make sense of what it is and why it is the rewriting and the rewiring part often does take much longer to do because you're not getting down to the root of understanding what it is but when you understand it it just becomes so much simpler it's like when you have those of you who journal whether you journal uh, on paper whether you journal digitally or whether you do video journaling however you journal you get those spiraling thoughts out of your head and on paper you are, you would understand what i mean is that when they're in your head, they feel um, they feel heavy, they feel impossible, they feel uh, that you don't understand what they are, but they cause a lot of internal turmoil and feelings and being triggered and emotions coming to surface. But when you write them those things down, those thoughts and those ideas and whatever it is that's causing to spiral that when you see it in front of you all of a sudden it makes sense and you feel relieved and you feel like a burden has been taken off of you because now there is clarity and there's no longer the storm or what's spiraling inside that storm same concept um so let's go through the other ones um a little bit quicker because though a lot of these things will be quite uh, relatable. Valuing your own unique personal voice, your way of thinking, your way of seeing things, your perception, recognizing that the power of your unique perspective and your voice is valuable and it is existent and it is important for you to express it without waiting for permission now of course that's also not an invitation to go and tell all of these people that you want to say whatever you want to say to and potentially burn bridges and damage relationships it just means that when the opportunity comes and where you can speak your truth and you can uh, express yourself and help somebody else see your perceptions your perspective on things then you can do that but at the same time not being um trying to think of how to put it in a short way that don't go and start giving your opinions and thoughts and ideas and everything to everyone when you have not been asked because in the end you can feel burnt by here i am trying to help you and you don't want it wait for someone that you want to help for them to ask you to help them without assuming that they need or want the help more often than not people just want someone to listen to them without trying to fix their problems 
they themselves might not fully even see it as a problem. So uh, value your unique voice. You, your experiences and insights are valuable contributions to the world. I always recommend everyone to wait for an invitation, but you know your relationships better than everyone else around you, definitely better than I do. So only you know how to approach a relationship, how to approach the conversation or start a conversation or end a conversation. And that's not something that someone can do for you or tell you exactly what to do or how to do it. Only you do. Um, number six, surround yourself with support. Seek out supportive individuals who uplift and validate you for who you are, who see you for who you are, who understand you and don't try to change you. And you will know and you will feel, you will understand the difference when someone is trying to change you versus when someone accepts you for who you are and allows you to be who you are. Um, it feels, one feels restricting and you feel discomforts inside and the other one feels safe. Surrounding yourself with positive influences can help counteract judgment from others. Yeah, it's finding that balance, the balance for you. If you spend time with negative people or negative person, Sometimes you got to counteract that by spending time with one positive person, with two positive people, with three, depending on you, your journey, who you are, and the, the weight of that negativity versus the lightness of the positivity from those individuals or individual. Number seven, you want to focus on yourself and your own growth and your own evolution, your own personal development, your own personal growth and not somebody else's because if you're focusing on somebody else's then you're taking your eyes off your road and you're going to crash you're going to crash it's like driving a car and you looking in the other lane and seeing where that person is driving you're taking your eyes off your prize and by not seeing where you're going some obstacle comes up and you're going to crash right into that because you were not prepared, you were not paying attention, and things just happened to you. Instead of when you are looking and paying attention and focusing on your own road and your own path, you will see it coming from a mile away and you will be prepared. And at the same time, there are people who, this might be you sometimes, this might not be your trait, your personality, but it might be you sometimes where you experience uh, jealousy or envy and you are looking at somebody else and you being so focused on them and you're wishing them ill intent. And what you're doing is you're wishing that for yourself. By you watching this person climb up the ladder and you're trying to break that ladder for them so the way they go down, what you're doing is you are causing yourself to go down with them. You get what you give. That is the universal law. What you focus on grows. So if you're focusing on being bringing someone down, you're going to experience the same thing. If you're focusing on uplifting and encouraging someone, you're going to experience that in your own life as well. When you focus on growth, focus on negativity, it'll grow. Focus on positivity, it'll grow. Focus on you being unauthentic, it will grow. Focus on yourself being authentic, it will grow. Focus on happiness, it'll grow. Focus on I'm not good enough, not worthy, and I'm unhappy, that will grow. Whatever you focus on will grow. The, I, um, the example that comes to mind for me right now is uh, Tony Robbins had shared this. And he would do this in uh, his, his gatherings where he would get everyone to close their eyes just to show you how the mind works. To close your eyes 
sorry, before you close your eyes, you look around your room and you pay attention and you notice and you see everything that is blue in this room. You look around and you see everything that is blue in this room. Okay, great. Now, I want you to count. I want you to see how many blue things that you see in this room. Pay attention. And you close your eyes. And the question is, how many red things were there in the room? You wouldn't know. You can't answer that. You would start to assume, oh, there were just two, maybe three. Because you weren't paying attention. You were told to think and focus on everything that's blue. So you did that. You were a good girl. You focused on that. And then you asked a different question, but you weren't paying attention to it. So you're not going to be able to answer that because that was not your focus. That was not in your field of awareness. And what we focus on will grow because then if the question was asked, how many blue things did you see after you closed your eyes? You would probably end up seeing more blue things that you did before because you're going to be viewing that room behind your closed eyes and seeing a couple of other blue things that you didn't get to count because you will continue to count them. So that will, whatever you focus on will grow. If you focus on the blue, it will grow. But if you're not focusing on that and you're focusing on something else, and you're hoping to see the red, but you were focusing on the blue, you're not going to see it. Okay, let's move on to number eight. If we're talking about 11 um, misconceptions and how can you find beauty and authenticity and helping you to see how judgment for your actions is not helping you i always met, would like to mention boundaries checking with those boundaries what boundaries were crossed that perhaps were not in place or were in place and you had and you had allowed them to be crossed again because your default program is that of a good girl. That you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or upset anyone. And sometimes that means that some of these boundaries will be crossed. So perhaps you might need to set some of those boundaries again or set new ones and establish clear boundaries clear healthy boundaries so you can protect yourself from negativity from feeling like you're being punished or going to be punished and from judgment as well there are certain areas of your life where some of your friends might judge you or, or someone that you care about might judge you and then it's up to you to set that boundary and say eh, 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 we're not crossing that line you have you're not allowed to judge me in that area I'll be the judge of that, not you. Thank you for your opinion. Thank you for your criticism, constructive or not constructive. I appreciate it, but let me deal with that. This is my life. This is me. You do not have a say. Why not? Sometimes you got to speak in a very assertive way to get your point across. Because if you are tiptoeing and trying to be nice and polite and trying to explain why not to cross the boundary, guess what? You are losing power. And you're giving the power to the other person and you're giving them more ammunition on how to, how to deal with you, how to judge you better next time to help you quote unquote you are in charge of your life you are in charge of setting those boundaries and learn to say no to situations or to people that are not right for you that don't align with you with who you are with where you're going that doesn't doesn't sit well only you got that say no one else uh number nine you all of us have vulnerabilities. All of have all of us have things that we have experienced that were hard for us that make us feel like we are not good enough. 
all of us, every human being. And some people have, have learned how to be vulnerable and find strength within that vulnerability. While others are finding it or might never find it or might never allow themselves to. But by owning yourself, by owning your vulnerabilities, this is where you find strength. This is who I am. This is how I am. Yes, I am not perfect. Yes, I have things that I'm working on. Yes, I have... Now, what was the other one we were talking about? Um, yeah, imperfections. Yes, I have imperfections. We all do. We're perfectly imperfect. And that's what makes us unique. That's what makes us beautiful at our core. So... The word creativity comes to mind because I see there's a spider in this room that's crawling around that's missing one of his long front legs. <laughs> uh, it gets me thinking because spiders are creativity. Spiders also, um, you can look into with spiritual meaning uh, of spiders or when you see them, especially when you see their webs. But I don't put, especially this one, this is a house spider. I'm not going to put it outside. I just let it be. It's not... It's not hurting me. It's not hurting anyone. It keeps the house clean and eats all the bugs that we don't need. So it's there. And the cats don't even care for spiders. <laughs> cats are spoiled. Um, so embrace vulnerability as a strength, strength rather than a weakness. Because it is a strength. You have gone through something challenging and tough and perhaps traumatic in your life. And you not only learned through it, but you survived through it, and then you thrive through it. There's so much within your experiences or within your vulnerability that you might perceive based on societal stereotypes and expectations as a weakness, whereas in reality, it is not. If you really start to understand how even these societal standards have been created they have been created to have control over you over everyone that it won't feel good it won't feel right because none of us like to be controlled we want to be in control that you will start to break free from it where you start to become aware in the areas of your life where you start to become aware of how it's showing up through you because it's restraining it's constraining it's constricting it does not allow you to be you um, because you have to be this way you have to be that way and if not this is what's going to happen and oftentimes that's not exactly what happens the opposite happens and freedom exists within your authenticity not outside of it but inside of it when you are truly yourself unapologetically yourself you will feel free and you won't even care about other people's judgments because they clearly don't know you nor will they ever know you and they wouldn't be able to survive a day in your in your life either um, sharing your authentic self with others can foster deeper connections and understanding and you can only do that through well not only but one of the ways to do that is through your vulnerabilities through your life experiences and stories Number 10, celebrate your authenticity, meaning celebrate the unique qualities and characteristics that make you, you, make you who you are. Because you're not here trying to be someone you're not. You're here trying to be the best version of yourself and you're figuring that out as you go. Try the shoe on. If it fits, wear it. If it doesn't, try another one. Embrace your authenticity and take pride in being true to yourself, being true and authentic to yourself, for yourself. And that will shine brightly throughout. Number 11, you got um, trendsetter comes to mind. So leading by example. If you want people in your life to be authentic, you can't expect them to be authentic to allow you to be authentic and the true you. You got to be the one to do it. And often you got to be the first one to do it, to set an example and lead by example to, uh, to and for everyone else. It 
gets uh, it makes me think of um, a quote and more like a, a phrase that most of you might have already heard at this point um, now it just escaped my mind um, it is when you're when you're raising your kids and you oh do as I say and not as I do do as I say and not as I do this is what most parents and I'm guilty of this one as well I, I catch myself still once in a while being in that state do as I say but yet I would do different so in order for me to teach my kids what I want them to learn I gotta be the one to do it first I gotta be leading them by example and that is what the programming most of the programming is it's not the things that we were said uh, not the things that were said to us and perhaps how they were said but it's what we watch and observe what we learned by watching and observing we learn by doing by practicing by mimicking and not necessarily by listening and paying attention when you go to school there's a reason why um, when you go to a math class and you are being taught how to do algebra as an example um, and whatever the the problem might be on you know as your teacher is teaching you the way that you're going to learn is by doing that math example yourself by writing it down and then trying another one that is similar to that practicing it mimicking it getting comfortable with it and then all of a sudden you get algebra the same concept applies to life when you are watching and observing your parents when you were young you learn by watching and observing them and then you try to mimic that some of you um, of course start to mimic your parents later on in life when you have your own kids all of us actually do that and what you're doing is you're also practicing and learning that algebra and figuring out how solving a problem works best for you what's the easiest way for you to solve a problem because more often than not there's more than one way to solve a problem there's more than one solution to a problem and only you can figure out what that is especially when it comes to real life being a role model for authenticity by living your truth authentically and unapologetically is what's going to help others to do the same don't dull your light continue to shine your light and especially when somebody else is trying to dim it this is your opportunity to shine it even brighter to step into your authenticity just a bit more go deeper within your authentic self and not walk away not go back to the shell and hide because it's making somebody else uncomfortable but it's making them uncomfortable because they're scared to do that themselves perhaps they don't know how and they're just scared of something that they're not even aware of and they're allowing their fear to dictate how they're going to be living and reacting to their life but you know better you know to continue doing what you're doing and then do a little bit more and that is how you're going to help others to do the same and that person that is fearful eventually they will get it right and if they don't get it um maybe not in this lifetime maybe in the next one but you do you because you're not you don't have to live their life you get to live your life uh, be uh, by being authentic and genuine you inspire others to do the same plain and simple so you can create a greater sense of self-acceptance and resilience and empowerment through these 11 points to help you own yourself to help you understand yourself more to help you give a lot less fucks to what anybody else thinks or says about you because that is their assumption that is their interpretation and that is their cross to carry and not yours unless you choose to carry that cross for them and that becomes your choice conscious or unconscious the choice is yours most of the time it's going to be an unconscious choice 
and other times it will be a conscious choice but pausing reflecting is what is going to help you to become more conscious and aware of your entire life it's kind of like that example look around and see everything that's blue around you so if someone is being negative in your life you want to balance that out I want you to pause and reflect on everything that is positive in your life to remind you of what's good and not what's bad because that's who they are being right now this is how they're living their life in a negative state but you don't have to join that parade you can choose to join your own parade of positivity and then spend time with positive people to help deepen that or have more fun on that parade of yours anyways that is all that i have for you today for get your shit together with myself yana kasperzak which is a weekly live guidance in this facebook group called heal the unicorn emotional healing and spiritual growth for women so if you're not part of this group yet come and join check it out and see what golden nuggets we have in here for you this is not the only video that i do in this group and uh as well as those of you who are in this group in this community already and we are not friends on Facebook I invite you to send me a friend request so we can be connected on Facebook so you get to see whenever I you get to see and get a notification whenever I go live so that way you don't miss any of these and you'll have to set reminders on your phone or when I am going live with these weekly live uh, guidance videos for you all so other than that i am all talked out it is time for me to go and have my lunch and enjoy it in the peace and quiet of my home right now the kids are at school and until we see each other next time on monday 10 30 a.m eastern time where i will be going live in this group for a weekly card reading that i do or next thursday same time 11 30 a.m ish eastern time everything is at eastern time with another one of these live guidance videos of get your shit together with uh yana kasperzak so yeah that's it I, I, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day i'll be looking through the comments and responding to, to them afterwards for now i am done until next time. Bye, everybody.